Maybe over here. Maybe over here. Is that is that here? There oh. I am. There I am. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? What are you doing? What is anybody ever doing? I don't even know. I like I that. There she is. Bethany. This is a very long time coming. <laughs> it's ridiculous how long this has been in the works and never happened. So here it is happening. And we're crossing our fingers. And then we're putting those fingers over our eyes. So that they're like X's over our eyes. Because we're eh, dead ass. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> What's Beth. up, man? So, <laughs> I, I, I remember asking you. I don't even remember how long at this point it was about you hanging out with me on here and doing the show, and you were like, "But I'm not going to be relevant, and it's not going to matter." And well, and, and you were like, "Well, but I won this thing in this year, and if it's not in this year anymore, then it doesn't matter." And I was like, at "The." significance of <laughs> what you think it is doesn't need to exist because you're somebody who I give value to. So oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what title you have before or after your name, you have value to me. So I want to, before anything else, before we thank jump so in into any topics at all, I just want to say how welcome and safe you are and how grateful I am that you've decided to carve out some time today for me. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here too. You're such a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been really a long time. I'm sorry, man. You know, it sucks. you, you have a way of experiencing joy that I don't know if I have seen it a lot in my life. I, except like, Maybe kids, maybe children, well, the way children experience joy, uh, it, the way you do. But other, otherwise, I don't think I've ever seen anybody. Like I took video, I took video. It was a, it was at, it was at the, uh, the, 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 what we were together on Holly Berry set. Yeah. And, oh, okay. And, and you, you like high five somebody. And then before you like were, the person was driving off in their car and you high five them in their car window and you were like, eh! and you were like doing this like super goofy dance. And I was like, that was just joy. I don't know anything else except for like, that was somebody who Yo, I need that. You have footage of that. I, I think I do. I think oh I do. Oh my God. Guess what? You but... caught the moment that I got my Chrysler 300. Oh, <laughs> Thank you so much. and I know was... exactly what I was high fiving. I it was like a big surprise. And <laughs> we, worked, we worked all week, and as you know, because I I think I brought you to that set. Yes, actually, you right? did. You very yeah. much did. Yeah, well, you deserved it. You look so fine. <laughs> so I was Thank like. You. You know, we were dirty, wearing the same thing all week, and like, oh man, that week sucked so bad. At the end, you know, it was like a great experience. Don't get me wrong, but mm -hmm. yeah, at the end of the week, my husband was like, "Guess what?" And <laughs> I was just like, yeah. 
<laughs> so that was what that moment was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was man. exactly what that moment was. was that so, was like the best moment ever. And I still had that car, but I was so pleased I that there. I was able to capture that. Because I started seeing it happen and I was like, what is she doing? And then I like took my phone out and I recorded you. And I was like, that's my friend enjoying the hell out of herself. She's oh, yeah. in so much car, man. <laughs> inside of joy. I want things like I remember um there was a there was a there was an episode of Jerry Springer. I was watching it at my at my grandmother's house while my grandma was still alive. And um and someone got told they weren't the father, and the guy started doing backflips. He was doing backflips on the stage, and I was like, Oh man, I want something that makes me that happy. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my car makes me that happy. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> So, I don't know that, like, you know, kids, uh, I mean, <laughs> some people might have that thought where they're doing backflips if they're not the father, but <laughs> I don't think I had that issue. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Well, you, you, you can't deny a, you can't deny a kid because, like, you've no, got to be the one. You really can't. Yeah, yeah, I remember can't. that. <laughs> yeah, I made that. Trust how me. <laughs> how many do you have? I have two kids. Yeah, they're little too. They're four and two years old. So it's been pretty difficult, and that's probably why I took a break with my career, and I'm getting back in things as of last year when we met up and stuff. But yeah, you're uh, and strong now. You're you're back in hard. Yeah, you're back into making Mm -hmm. your career happen for you. It's- yeah, it's funny though, because this time around I'm like really not doing acting like I was. Now it's just music and scoring in movies and mm-hmm. you know, just putting my work in film. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm I'm very I'm very stoked for you. I wanna just say uh, I'm not I'm not, I'm not I'm not one that really d- d- dishes out um gestures like congratulations or I'm sorry or happy birthday or thank yous and I, I just I for the most part think that those gestures are sort of uh, hollow and glad handed, right? Mm-hmm. Insincere, I guess. Uh, I, no, I'll give thank yous when I sincerely mean it, but I'm not going to just like willy nilly throw out a bunch of, throw out a bunch of gestures. So I want to say from the bottom of my heart, congratulations. Cause that's thank cool. You very much. That's cool ass. Yeah, well, it's definitely a dream come true. So that's like what I've wanted to do my entire life more so than acting anything. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I will take that. Congratulations with my heart. Thank you so much. So, (laughs) yeah, I love doing what I'm doing now. It's uh, it's been crazy, though, with the kids. But mm -hmm. other than that, um, I feel when they get a little bit older, I'm going to be working like crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll they'll be able to, they'll be able to uh, have the independence to allow you mm-hmm. to not be there to be doing yeah, other they're, stuff. They're really needy right now, but you know, my husband, yeah. he's been really, really helpful. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that because um, a lot of people in the industry like don't really have kids or husbands, mm-hmm. and somehow I'm doing it. But <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, I mean, I can't believe like how far I've come in just like a year and a half getting back into everything. So I mm-hmm. feel like uh, 
come two or three years from now, I'm not going to have any issues at all. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty uh, free life, though, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was like, <sighs> I was like asking you to go on set, and you were like, yeah, sure, no problem, because, you know, you didn't have to have like anybody with like the kids or anything. Nope, no, no so. wife, no <laughs> wife, no kids. Pretty. Yeah, you know, pretty, it's, pretty. it's it's it was cool to see like somebody that I knew eight years ago, and like you know, you can just still go and do your thing. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna say I'm jealous of it, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, that must be nice. I remember well, what that's like. <laughs> I mean, there there's a level of there's yeah. a level of freedom. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a level of. But I mean, I've, I've, I don't, I don't want to say that I, I've, <laughs> I've very much enjoyed because I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like I would, I would be speaking down on anyone who's decided to make that decision. But for me, I felt like I've always been uh, too selfish. Maybe I want to say self in, 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 in the most non-gross way, because because uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say it, it's not I don't take it as a gross selfish but it's like uh I I have a hard time uh I have a hard time putting other people like especially like if I had responsibilities like that and I feel like I would overanalyze I, I overanalyze everything already but when it comes to like a, a child, I would be so driving myself nuts trying to overanalyze everything because ultimately, and you do for sure. I, ultimately, <laughs> I know that this person is going to wind up growing into a human, like a, an adult human person, and they'll wind up finding the things that they can blame on me. Even the things that I tried the hardest to make sure they didn't have something to blame on me, they'll have something. To, they'll be like, "Oh, he was so overly sensitive for like you know." It'll always be something, and like you know, you know, my sister Jess. Yeah, you right? just gotta make sure you're. You just gotta be the coolest. Like I never questioned my parenting; I questioned their childing. <laughs> Like, that's it. You're doing a bad job. I know. I'm the coolest. <laughs> I'm the shit. Trust me. <laughs> And that's how you just got to be too. Like you, you would be the shit. Like if you were the dad, you'd be the cool dad too. Mm -hmm. It's always the childing. Trust me. <laughs> well, we are we are um, uh, an evolved version of what you know we wanted as parents. What we didn't have as parents. Like you'd hope that every generation is better than the one previous to it. So, but you you know you know my sister Jess, right? My no, little, I don't. Okay, actually. so my little sister Jess is eleven years younger than me. So, um, oh wow! So I was uh, I was eleven when she was born. So like I grew up with like having the responsibilities of like a young parent because like my dad wasn't around and our dad wasn't around. So I mean, he, I, I took like that big brother father figure role very seriously, and. The the kind of person that Jess is now, because she's she's twenty six now. <laughs> she's a she's an adult. She's a very good adult, and she's <laughs> she's got her shit together. And I'm so I'm so proud. 
as a big brother, but as kind of like a father figure kind of way where I would go like, I don't know if I'd want to try to try to measure up to how good she turned out <laughs> because uh, like if a kid isn't as good as what Jess is, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't know. You're pretty awesome. You're like a pro wrestler, you know, you're kind of like Aquaman. You're Atlantic City's Aquaman. That's what everybody calls you. <laughs> Punch your back. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. I heard that, that. I heard that. That was the whispers. Yes, that was the whispers on the set of Bruce. Mm-hmm. That you were Aquaman, and I was like, "Yeah, I know him." <laughs> you were like, "You know, he's here because of me, right?" He's here because of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I pitched you to uh, Wees Baron Ryan. You know, mm. I was just like, "Yeah, I know this guy. He's like a pro wrestler. He's awesome." kind of looks like Aquaman and they were like, bring them up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was such a relief. Like I, I hadn't seen you. I hadn't seen you in like seven, eight years before that happened. I and, know. <laughs> and before that, before that, I had, I mean, it was a, it was a while before I had seen you and yeah. it was, I had so much happen in that you, time. So. You had quite a journey there in <laughs> yes, that time. Yes, I did. Did you want? Did you uh, feel comfortable <laughs> with talking about all that? I mean, sure. Um, yeah. Any questions about it, or you want me to just like? No, I mean, I mean, I mean, go right in. Kind of walk me through <laughs> like what, <laughs> how, how you're how you're comfortable with wording it. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go like, well, tell me about this, like I'm some kind of gotcha, <laughs> like I'm some kind of gotcha journalist. I really would like to kind of understand what you're because. The the way it the way it plays out, which I mean, this this is Tarantino style storytelling. I'm saying it from the 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 beginning to the end. It's like inspiration. It's so inspiring, <laughs> and and I can't I can't speak your story for you, or I can't I can't plant the ideas of what your story is. But your story is so inspirational. And you oh, have you such much. a such a glorious light around the takeaways from it. And I want you to articulate it in the way that best makes sense. Well, um, I I kind of try to briefly tell my whole story because it's so much. Because I always believe that I lived four lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You know, so much has happened, but also um there's a piece of me that can never fully tell my truth because when i do so it will affect the lives of people that have not yet come forward ready Mm -hmm. to tell their truths so Mm -hmm. there's always like i'm always careful on the way that i touch my subjects but pretty much started out like you know my family was a bunch of entertainers and um there's you know, some gangsters in there. There's some mobsters in there, some gypsies in there. So, like, you know, it's a crazy lucrative family where there's party businesses, there's drivers, there's uh, people in prison forever. <laughs> and uh, you have my mother and my father, and, you know, they used to foster kids, and it was a very dysfunctional household. However, from the outside, it looked perfect. Very, very nice. Everybody thought we were rich and snobby, and we really were just like just, crazy people. 
<laughs> like mommy dearest shit. <laughs> it was like really <laughs> abusive and really freaking mental in that house. So um you have to understand, like everything from like the only thing I feel like my parents did right was like clothe us and feed us properly because like mm -hmm. everything was bad in that house. Mm -hmm. Like there is like molesting, like there was everything going on and um just crazy religious rituals and stuff where like it was embarrassing at times so like you have to understand where like i was like brainwashed to believe like i was like a certain type of uh religion where like today as an adult i'm like that's really strange like you know so mm -hmm. i had to battle a lot of these things and i ended up just kind of slipping into the gothic drug scene and mm -hmm. from there, uh, it was such an escape that I really, really uh, found a liking to more like the dealing end of it. So mm -hmm. not just using it. I found like a way to make money, a way to become popular, a way for people to always like need me and want my company. And I felt important for the first time and heard for the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, somehow that consumed me. But in the midst of everything i started like investing in myself like headshots and going for singing going for acting because people always never denied my talent even though i had like a drug habit and uh you know a way of life but nobody ever denied that the talent was there or the passion and um i ended up losing it all because i got so wrapped up in the drug scene that I ended up getting hemmed up and I had to do a three year bit in prison and rehab and all that stuff. So it was a mess, but I'm back stronger than ever. And I am, let's see how I don't even keep count. You know, I need, a lot of people do like the 12 steps and I no hard feelings on the 12 steps. I love you people. I really do, but it's not for me. I don't keep count like oh, i have eight years clean because like i'm a total pothead but mm -hmm. i am like eight years clean off of hard drugs so <laughs> if you, that counts for anything you know, you know it's so funny <laughs> i i i think i told you this story but i i mean i might i may have but i forget if i did or not um i dated a girl who um she i think it was like right before i met Right before I was, I met you, the girl was like, uh, she was like, Hey, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm a, I, I kept going like, something's up. What's going on? You're so like shady and I don't understand it. Why don't you just tell like, you're so vague with your stuff. You're so like broad about stuff. Just say what you want to say, say what you mean. Tell me what's going on. What is happening? And she was like, I'm a drug addict. And I was like, Oh. Okay, I get it now. And then she was like, so with that being said, let's break up. <laughs> She's like, you're, you're. What? Too yeah, because she, she was like, let's break up because you don't deserve that. You're too good of a guy. You're too good of a guy to have to deal with shady and blah, blah, blah. Like that. Like she's like, I'm going to get myself clean. We, when I get myself clean, promise me that we'll be able to get back together and start this whole thing all over again. And I was like, all right, good. Then she just fell deeper into the drug hole, like deep, deep, deep. 
And I didn't talk to her for years and years. And then, and then she wound up calling me and she was like, she was like, Hey, um, I just want to call you to make sure I, uh, let you know how sincerely sorry I am and how I, I I'm, I'm sorry about all the, the hurt that I caused you and the, any of the, any of the sadness that you had due to my addiction. And I was like, okay. Oh she's, no, is she uh, making amends with she, her steps? Right. So she, <laughs> then she goes, so you forgive me? And I was like, I forgave you before you said anything. I didn't, it's so far out of my brain. Yeah. I was like, I, 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 it's not, it's not something I hold. It's not, it's not weight that I carry. And she's like, so yes, then? And I was like, sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgive you, of course. And she was like, good, I needed that for my sixth step. Like, or whatever. She was like, oh, it's part of my, my step. I'm like, oh, so when you said sincerely sorry, you were just saying that so I'd say I forgive you because you just needed to get your steps out of the way. <laughs> I was like, well, I hope this works. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um it's a great program and all, but I don't know. I don't do that. They they made me do the program for like three years when I had to go like before I went to prison. They make you go to rehab and prepare you for prison pretty much. I don't understand that. I was just like, right. But they pretty much make you go to these meetings and I know a thing or two about it. And um, yeah, I know about the steps. And mm -hmm. They want you to like call your brothers and sisters and stuff. And you're like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. I mean, I, I'm kudos to anybody that can, though. Like, honestly, that's that's wonderful. But well, I mean, it's got it's got to be humbling. <laughs> it's got to be very humbling to make amends with people like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, if if you're forgiven, because like, um, man, I remember I tried doing it, and I felt like my sisters were still like, <laughs> I was just like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so whatever. Uh, if it works, that's great. So what are your sisters, what's your relationships like with your sisters nowadays? Uh, pretty much non-existent, I guess. No. Oh, yeah. No. So, so the, the forgiveness didn't work? Um, I did for a while when my mom died. You know, we tried just, you know, because of the times and everything. But right. I just feel that there's a lot of hurt and abuse mm -hmm. and a lot of like things that no matter how hard we try, I think like we need like Dr. Phil or something. Honestly, well, 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 I mean, I think a lot, a lot of the uh, untreated learned behavior, I mean, yeah. coming out of that environment, like you're the, how you, how you grow from it or don't grow from it says a lot about the kind of relationships you keep. Well, the thing is, um, I feel like I'm the only one that's doing the growing because like, you know, I go to counseling, I go to therapy, I've been through things and I'm usually the scapegoat and it's just like easy to put blame on me because that has worked for a long time. Mm. But it's just one of those things where like, maybe I'm always going to be viewed as that kid and I'm like a whole adult now with my own family and, you do what you want to me, but when it falls where like my kids are subjected to certain behaviors that I'm not comfortable with anymore, that I rose above, I can't just because you're blood, I can't 
subject my family because I have a job now as a mother. It's my most important role in the world. So it's my job to make sure that they're not subjected to certain. Oh, yeah. you, you, it's it's and, your role. It's your role. Yeah. The, the role of protector isn't, and, isn't just from violence and, and hate. It's, it's for, from, it's from manipulation. It's from uh, um, abuse. I, I fully, I fully understand that. And I yeah, recognize it. There's just boundaries that my sisters don't respect or understand. And um, I'm just going to leave that, that because, you know, I don't want anybody to get all pissed off at me. Like, not that it matters, but um, yeah. I yeah. just can't let my children be around that anymore. And since I have boundaries, I'm apparently crazy. <laughs> well, you know, what's cool is uh, I say a thing. I say a thing about me and about my life that I, I think can apply to you and your life. But I say a thing where I say, I always, always, always wanted to live the type of life where if I wasn't me, I'd, I'd want to be me. Yeah. If I, if I, if I was, if I wasn't me, I'd look at me and be like, that's a dope ass life. I wish I was that guy. <laughs> and I, I don't have to wish I was that guy. I could just, be that guy. Well, um, I mean, I kind of feel that way about myself. Yeah. You know, I, I, well, I see it. it's, it's a shame, like, you know, the stuff when I was a child, but like, you know, I'm not a victim to that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like life's been good for about eight, nine years consistently, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I mean, other than prison that sucked obviously, but I've been on the straight and narrow and, you know, I have a great house. I have a wonderful car. As you mm -hmm. know, because you saw my excitement. I gotta, I'm I gotta healthy. See what Kids are healthy. Like, you know, marriage is going. We just have a new house last year. I feel great. And I I love seeing that I was actually in a prison cell and, you know, talking to people and living with people that, you know, I literally watch on Netflix on Snap and shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know, being bunkies with these women. And here I am. You know, years later, I'm like in a huge, beautiful house, great car. Like I love, I love life today. You know, so I can't complain. I hustled my ass off when I got out of prison, and it's all about progress. You know, not taking those steps backwards. And I told you, like you couldn't, you couldn't tell me to ever go back the way I was before, like doing drugs and stuff. Like when I cleaned up for my man, I really did. Yeah. yeah. As, uh, so, what was the, what was the, the the charge that was three years, the three year uh, possession of CDS, and I had a conspiracy charge that was dropped. Mm, okay. Which I was sworn to never talk about it. Okay. Don't talk. Don't, don't, don't talk about it. Don't. It never happened. It's not a thing that you're required to chat about here. <laughs> not here. Not now. Yeah. Well, it was conspiracy, but that thank God got dropped because then I was looking at like ten years. <laughs> thank God. I mean, so, really? Yeah, it was pretty bad. So, um, but you know, the CDS. Uh, it's it's. I was definitely a heavy drug user once upon a time, and. Uh, I needed professional help. So, I mean, we talked about this when we when last 
what was it two years ago when we were on set in, at Boardwalk Hall, yeah. and we talked about like when we first met and how you were like talking to me about cocaine and I had never talked to anybody about cocaine before. And like, I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't anything. trying to get you to do it. No, 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 no. Okay, I know you weren't. No, no, no. I know you weren't trying to get. Cocaine? <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to accuse you at all. <laughs> <laughs> here here let's talk about amends you got to make and then i'll make you be accountable for I'm this so sorry <laughs> no. Go on, i'm sorry no but it, it was where's it going no but it was it was definitely like i i had you know like remember we like went out to eat and we like mm-hmm. we like got our own lunch because you you had done the first movie that I co-wrote with Steve Dotson and yes, that's and uh, we went, we, you and I went to the diner and just like hung out that day and we were just having such a cool ass time. And it was, I knew that the, the type of person you were was not defined by something outside of that. And it was like, there was not, there was not a moment of judgment to you in any way. I think Thank you. I think for the most part, and this is also the other thing we talked about, I was like, oh man, if she wasn't involved with the person she's involved with, then I would I would probably I would probably try something here. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if that person's alive anymore. <laughs> the person I was involved with. Oh my god, we were into such dark stuff. <clears throat> well, that's a shame because you know. <laughs> yeah, that was great because the fact can, that can you can you say or do what you just did like Aquaman? <laughs> huh? Say whatever you said or did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that. That's great. That's awesome. And and I couldn't be happier for you. I really, honestly, like when uh-huh. we like when we got to see each other and we got to catch up on set and we got like to hang like pals and like just kind of yeah. like air it all out and learn it all like it was it was the the neatest thing and that was like one of my favorite takeaways from that whole experience well i think there was like a lot for you that happened with that whole experience and i was mm -hmm. just like happy to you know introduce you back to the game because you were kind of like looking for something new again and i'm like Mm. hey i'm getting started come with me (laughs) you know and now like look at you you're wrestling you're doing your thing and podcasting like crazy like i'm so happy for you thank you thank you yeah it was it was great to like i don't know what made me think of you that time but they were just saying like you know to have somebody bill and i just happened to think of you because I, I always enjoyed working with you on set and, you know, like how we would go out to lunch or whatever and just talk. And you were actually one of the only industry friends I had that wasn't always trying to, like, pressure me to, like, be a boyfriend or, like, do more drugs or whatever. Like, you were actually one of the only ones that didn't do any drugs. <laughs> I, so uh, I mean, it was like it was cool to I, be around you because I, I mean, secretly I, didn't want to be that way. I smoke weed, but... <laughs> But that's yeah, it. well, that doesn't count. Who, does? right. Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, you don't 
afraid you're a liar and you're miserable. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I what think. Are you doing gummies? And I I think I told you it was like right when, right when we were done shooting that, right when we were done shooting that was like when my my life went for the, like the big change also like i had i had um we we did that thing in july and then in august 10 years ago now 10 years ago 2011 it will it'll be 10 years in august i had that grand mal seizure that almost ended my life yeah no that's crazy too. gross gross i had no idea about that until you told me about that because it's funny because we were we had like a little clip long. going and nobody told me about that. Yeah, we 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 were disconnected for a little while. Yeah, and and I'm glad that that's over. <laughs> I I I well, look forward. What was that like? You know, like waking up from that experience. Um. Well, I think I think it changed me for the better in a lot of in so many ways, and I think honestly. And as weird as it sounds, and there's no scientific explanation for it at all, there's no medical explanation for it at all, but I think that coming on the other side of that made me smarter. It's like somehow I'm smarter and like I pick things up quicker and I like became I became a better performer. Like everything That's I great. everything I wanted to perform in, I performed better since that happened. <laughs> like I became Has there been any um like thing that's therapy to you like do you use music or is it just podcasting that's helped you get better like <laughs> uh, well i didn't start the pod i didn't start the podcast till 2017 so um it had it had been a while like i i think i think wrestling was a big part of it i think music was a part of it i think um I think the company that I that I kept was a big part of it. I think the 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 reflection and the discussions with people that love me and care about me who were there for me and that 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 all was therapy for me. And I mean I was I was also in counseling. So like uh yeah. I had a I had some serious um I had some serious adjusting i guess coping some uh, identity crisis that uh i had to deal with cuz i couldn't be me anymore i wasn't i i had to stop being me for i had to stop being me. when i when i when i say stop being me i had to stop being Corey castle and i had to go back to being yeah. james i had to go be go back to being james for uh a year or so and <laughs> and, and i was a uh, i was a uh, What's that? So that does suck. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I can't lift weights anymore. I can't. I can't. I thought that, I thought they were gonna cut my hair, but what? They got it. Look, it's all there. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna cut it all off. So, like, when they told me about it, they, I was like, automatically, like, okay. So you're saying I can't work out. Um, I can't wrestle. And you're gonna cut my hair? Uh, just don't do it. I just don't want it. Just let me let me live what I got left and uh, and be who I am. And they're like, yeah. yeah, that's not gonna be a long time. 
You're not going to have a whole lot of time left. Like you're not going to make it to 34. And I was like, oh, all right. So just do it. <laughs> and my, oh, that was more of my mom, my mom playing that protective role that you, that you're playing now. My mom was like doing it. Stop being a dick. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't even care if my kid was in their thirties or not. Mm-hmm. 20. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Zap. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was I was 27. I was uh I was almost a member of the Forever 27 Club. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's oh that's so scary. And uh, so you're like a big time survivor, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now now I just got. I'm now I just, wasn't there for you. I would have been, as you know. But I pr- I promise you, nobody, not one of those people, told me that would. <laughs> know it's mutually so well i mean i I, i'm still like in shock when you tell me this i remember when you told me on set we had to be quiet and i was like wait so wait oh my god (laughs) in between (laughs) yeah i mean uh, honestly i i don't i i i the, the same thing like i took myself personally out of of the idea that like taking things personally that like people don't know about it or don't talk about it or like, yeah. don't tell others about it because it's like, what, what is it going to get me? What's it going to get me? Like, and it's, it's the same thing I had to kind of discover after years of like, for so many years, I would not, I would, I would actually get mad at people who would call me James out in public. Like, in in like a in a like a wrestling locker room or like any like if people would call me my real name in front of people who didn't know my real name i would get upset and i would be offended and i got to the point where i'm like whatever like it doesn't matter like it's not it's not changing my life like if that helps that person feel like they've got the inside scoop and feel like they're cool and they're my friend like most likely Anybody who who calls me that knows me from before, yeah. before I was ever Corey Castle. So, like, um, was two thousand two was when I picked that name, and um, anybody who calls me James would have known me way before that. And uh, <laughs> what's that? So gotcha. Yeah. So I mean. And 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 the thing is, like, um, it's funny because I was on the phone with something somebody the other day, and uh, I had it on speakerphone, and the guy called me Jim, and my, <laughs> and my mom, my mom was sitting there, and she was like, "It's not Jim," and she was getting all mad, and I was like, "You got to calm down. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it in a way where it's going to hurt my. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I'm fine with it." Oh, you hang out with your mom a lot. Time. Yeah, yeah. Hang yeah. On my mom. I used to hang out with my mom a lot too. She yeah. would get that way. Everybody used to try to call me Brittany, and she used to like, "No, it's Becca." <laughs> but my my sister actually named me one of my um. Well, to me, she was like so much older than me. See, I'm like the exact opposite from you. My she's so much older than me that she was like more of a nanny, but that my older sister swear that she was like a foster kid that my mom took in. But the <laughs> oldest one, she actually named me Bethany because mm-hmm. my name was Cimarron until like the last ten minutes. 
Oh. Yeah. I don't know what my mom was thinking. She was clearly like an acid person. (laughs) I've never met someone named Cimarron before. Yeah. Cimarron or Bethany. What is the significance? <laughs> what is what is Cimarron? What is that? What that's what our name should have been. It means wild stallion because we have a Cherokee in our blood, and it, that actually stallion... means, yeah, it's like wild stallion, like a wild horse. Yeah, but isn't a stallion a, a male horse? That doesn't matter. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Bi- non-binary. <laughs> non-binary. <laughs> I don't mind, you know, <laughs> he, he, gay, they, you know, I, I like it all. So wild stallion is what Cimarron means. And then there's Bethany, peace. I'm not peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've become, you've become peaceful. I have become peaceful. I get, well, I don't know. I swear my husband, he'll be like my cheeks. They hurt so bad. My eyes hurt so bad because, like, they're always rolling around his head. He's always laughing at me. So, like, I, I'm i still crazy and I'm still bubbly. I'm just not on drugs anymore. <laughs> so, if you ask me, it's, like, worse. <laughs> because <laughs> I have nothing to, like, just, like, settle me down. I'm just kind of like, oh, all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> well that's a great way to be i mean it's a, it's a cool um it's a cool example too like for for your kids to watch you be that way it's 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 gonna it's gonna make them cool ass people as they grow up as well, they grow I old it's good because he's like um very like opposite of me it was funny he was almost a state trooper mm-hmm <laughs> so we're really different uh-huh. and i always tell him it's good though because our kids will never be able to get away with anything because uh-huh. i've seen it all i've done it all i even know like even when they go to smoke their first cigarettes i'm gonna be like give me a kiss like mm-hmm. i know how to smell it the right way like <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. know everything and then he's so strict so i'm like our kids should turn out okay <laughs> they should <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's not like when you like have a baby, they should hand you a manual and say like, this is how you do things. They just trust you with a human. They're like, here's your tiny human. Go home. And you're like, what? They, they go, you had nine months to figure out what you're going to do. You had yeah. nine months to figure out to do the research, <laughs> uh, uh, read the, read the books that, that are out and uh, good job. Here, here you yeah. go. And then you go on TikTok and they're like throwing cheese slices at the babies. And I'm like, I don't think that's what you do to get them to stop crying. I'm not a doctor or anything, but. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, if, if I could give my advice, I would say uh, string cheese might be better than cheese slices. Maybe like a little piece of, you just peel it off one at a time and just throw the string itself. Just peel the string, throw I'm one. Gonna, little... I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that the new the next trend. The next trend on TikTok. <laughs> I'm gonna give you credit. I'm gonna make sure you're tagged. <laughs> I didn't realize that uh, throwing cheese slices on children was a thing that was happening uh, on TikTok. Yeah, that's a it's I'm not part of the trend. I don't really do that, but um apparently that's what you're supposed to do. And you know, my mom, she passed away very shortly after my first son. So like, I'm truly in the dark here trying to figure it out as a first timer. 
and like you know i google everything i read all the books and um then you go on TikTok and it's just like all lies. I've read nine months of lies because mm. these kids stop crying instantly. And I'm just so like, it just doesn't feel right. Mm. I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> just let's try the string cheese method. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, so I want to make sure. I'm, I, so. When I started doing the show, um, when I started doing the show, I had uh, I'd only been doing it for a little while, and then my mom told me this story, and I've told the story on this podcast a million times. So prepare for the the one millionth and one time if you're listening to the show and you've heard the story, <laughs> stick around. You'll hear you'll hear uh, you'll hear it more times. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you'll hear it next week too. But. <laughs> But should we uh, So my mom told me that she had saved these voicemails. Uh, she had saved these voicemails that were left on her phone and put them onto a disc so that she could listen to them anytime. The voicemail, one was from her mother and one was from her best friend. And they were just, she was, and then my mom said she did that because she was like, you know how, like, when people pass, you forget what their voice sounds like? And I was like, well, man, I don't want that. I don't want that for me. Like, I want part, part of what I want the show to be is so, like, this is a time capsule. This is a, this is a, my, my voice learning lessons from the start till now and continuing every new now. And there's a different lesson, yeah. right? So I, I wanted to make sure I say things on the record to people who matter to me, people who fascinate me, people who inspire me. So I want to say how important it is to let you know how gra how much gratitude I have for the currency of your effort because the oh. – the uh, the attention span nowadays, like you, when was the last time you were bored? Do you remember the last time you were bored? When I was in prison. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> being bored is is optional now. <laughs> so I want to want to <laughs> make, make sure I say to you on the record. I love you and I thank you and I love you. And I I I'm excited that this is still this is still just the start of our friendship. And it's been 10 years now. It's <laughs> been 10 years and I still feel like it's just the very start. And I I hope that we can continue doing work together and have fun and you know, maybe maybe when you start your podcast, I'll be a guest on on one of your first episodes. Oh, I know. I always think about uh, doing something like that, but I don't have the dedication that you have for it, man. Like this is a lot of different personalities to deal with. You know, you like bless your heart, man, because I can't. <laughs> I'm thinking, thinking of questions, and I I always have this problem with time, and I'm just like, oh man, if it's not long enough, it's gonna suck. If it's too long, it gets strong. You know, even now I'm like, okay. It's, 
it's about 48 minutes. Is that too long? Like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> and you're just like smooth sailing because you've done, what am I at? I'm 245. Five, two, 245, yeah. Yeah, see, oh, I got a good memory. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so you said that I was uh, 245, and I'm like, yeah, for me, this is like number three. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm getting used to interviews. I couldn't even imagine being the leader of one. What is the what is like the most <laughs> common stuff you get asked uh, the other couple podcasts you've been on? People go uh, just like what software I use. <laughs> what's my what's my um, favorite memory on set? And you know, you've experienced one of my favorite memories, like working for Holly Berry. Like she's mm. hot as hell. We had we had uh, the bullet. <laughs> Who was that lady? Mm. Uh, Valentina, she's like the best. Oh my right, god! Right, right, yeah. To I don't actually know. like see her and have stunt doubles and just a dedication for a week in a row. Like I was saying that that was one of my favorite experiences because mm-hmm. I watched this lady go from the Flintstones, me as a child, and watched her do like love scenes, be Storm and the X Men, and now she's my boss. <laughs> what? Yeah. What just happened? That escalated so quickly, and it was just like the best experience. So I get questions like that, like you know, and um about my past with the drugs and everything, or like you, I guess a lot of people want to know like who my abusers were for some reason. And I'm well, not, that's that's not nobody's business. Yeah, I I don't really ever answer those ones. Like I said, but yeah, I mean. Look. People want to know like the the nasty stuff. <laughs> I think I think people are looking for. Uh, I I don't want to I don't want to generalize too much, but I think that I think that some people are looking for like a headline or a clickable clickbait like yeah. sauce. Like they want the juice, but uh, I I honestly want you to be able to walk away from something like this with me and be like. That was cool, and that that like I, I feel good about what I was sharing with Corey. Like it's that already kind of- cool because it's you, and we've been friends. So I feel like way. I don't know. So you know how like I guess not for you anymore because I'm two forty five. But <laughs> <laughs> for me, I get nervous with interviews because I I always feel like man I should have said that, and I always I always plan to do shout outs, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, Sometimes you forget in the moment, you know, because some question didn't come up that brought you to that. So, like, I, I don't know. I'm not smooth like you, man. I'm just not. I'll you stick know, to writing songs. That's my thing. Do you know what <laughs> what, what happened? Uh, I used to be very nervous. I used to be very, very nervous. I really? think. Yeah. Well, you know, you know that uh, me and Rick used to, we used to film stuff, right? We used to do co- comedy sketches, and. I would be so nervous before every shot. Like I would always be super nervous and like my heart would be beating. And then like when I go, when I would go out and do wrestling shows, like, and I like have to have to like speak on the mic or something, I'd be so nervous. And I just got to a point where it's like, well, I mean, what I, I kind of started looking at it like, well, just act like nobody's going to hear it or see it. Like it's, 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 it's the weirdest thing, but I'm like, they're, they're the circumstance, the consequences are 
not that high when no one's paying attention. So it's it's <laughs> it, it's kind of like it's kind of like my words in a vacuum. And I say like I'll treat it like, and I'll I'll say it sometimes, but like I should really learn to stop doing it. Where I'll be like, oh, my podcast is like a tree falling in the woods. Like, oh, did it really make a sound if no one heard it? <laughs> and uh, that's that, not going to be true for long. <laughs> but it's it's very it's very much like I just want to make sure that the importance. Uh, thank you for saying that, by the way. But the importance of the sincerity exists inside of it. And if if this since if the nerves are too high, the sincerity is hard to to flow through. Yeah. So it would be like I would just be kind of reacting to the conversation instead of creating the conversation. And um, I, I think, I think I also got, I think I also got a good amount of experience with it, with, with doing the the wrestling podcast that I do. Yeah. So it's like, I, I've been podcasting for. Um, since That's like, what I mean. You're committed. You're dedicated <laughs> to the craft of podcasting because <laughs> I, mean, I just, I couldn't figure out, you know, a different person to speak to every week or if they failed on me, Oh my God, I need a replacement or do you even, do you even panic or do you just, all right, I'm not doing it. This well, well it's, it, it's become to the point where I, where I was talking about that, not taking things personally thing. Yeah. Because, because I'm so used to, you know, being in the entertainment business, being in the entertainment business, uh, since I'm four, since I was 14 years old, being in the entertainment business, being being told no, being ignored, being minimalized, being invalidated, uh, and taking all that personally for so long, I get to the point where I'm like, well, they'll find it. They'll they'll come when they want to come, and the, and uh, yeah. if somebody wants to not respond to me. Uh, my request to have them as a guest, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I, I know, I know plenty of people. I know plenty of other people and I, I'm constantly meeting people. That's what's, what's, what's super cool about having this platform also is that like, I get to have interesting conversations with people who I've never met before. And I get to make great friends with people who I look, I, I have friends I have friends in other states that I had never ever met before, but like my 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 friend my friend Justin uh, lives in Florida. He just called me today, like he he's from Washington State. We were friends when he lived in Washington, and now he just moved down to Florida. He called me today to to try to go over a bit with me. He's a comic, and it's like it's it's really cool. And That's I have awesome. my I would I have to give a, a shout out real quick to my friend Dan Webb from Grand Rapids, Dan Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 uh he he tunes in every episode and he's been on one and uh i'm super stoked to have him as a close friend and we just met through this and cool. it's it's a it's a neat world and uh dan webb oh. follow me on everything come on well he's he's got he's got he's got a he's got a impressive tiktok following now Web Slinger okay. 25. Web Slinger 25. I'll follow you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have to send, I don't know. Actually, it's just, well, you know. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I like that. 
Anybody that likes me, I like back usually. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty close to my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's the thing. Like, I'm not like going for what most celebrities like go for, and you know, they want to be the star. Like, I'm just trying to get my music in your films and your TV shows. So it's like a different type of. You know, like Ariana Grande and all them are going for Grammys and stuff. I'm not, it's not a popularity thing for me. I'm just kind of like Netflix, who needs an opening? Anybody? Mm-hmm. I make some scary tunes, <laughs> ghost hunters, <laughs> you know. So I, I like the fact that, um, you know, I don't, I don't need to have millions of uh, fans because to be honest, I don't, I don't even know how people do that. <laughs> Well, it's weird. I, like, I feel I, like in a much better position where I'm at. Uh, I, I, and I, I'm—I don't want to sound—I uh, don't want to sound like like arrogant or uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound entitled in any way. But like when I talk to other friends of mine who don't know what it's like to have fans, like it's and 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 I'm like, yeah, it kind of sucks sometimes. Like it kind of, it does, it sucks. Like, because they, sometimes they're so, so, uh, so like glad handed and they have a purpose, like they want something. And it's like, and it's like, you're a story for them to tell later. Like you, some, some of them, I don't want to (laughs) say, I don't want to like shit on fans, but like, I, I, I've had fans hate me since I was not my fans, but just wrestling fans hate me since I was a kid. So like I, I have my, my experiences where my guard's going to be up and I, I want this platform to not be that. I don't want my guard up. I want to have full vulnerability because like, that's how we learn things. That's how we evolve. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I was telling you about on the record stuff, I wanted to make sure that if if I were to pass away, you would have the audio of me telling you that I love you, and <laughs> and and you could go back and listen to it. Also, well, good. I, now you have the audio to tell you that from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you as a person. I think about you on my own time years later. <laughs> And I love you too. That's You're a awesome. very good friend of mine and yeah. a very genuine person and a very non-judgmental person and a very open heart. I, I admire that about you. Oh, you know, I feel so- like we are attracted to certain people in our lives for reasons and your spirit just, it gives me hope, you know, well- your, your, your open mindness about things. <laughs> I've always, I've always admired it. Thank you, thank. You. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't searching for compliments. I was not fishing for yeah. them. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll accept them and I'll receive them, and I appreciate them very, very much. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Of I course. did, I did want to give you the opportunity, on the record right now, to like ask me anything or talk say anything to me like on the record that you'd like to say i mean you just said all that stuff on the record so like besides that stuff besides that will stuff, you marry me <laughs> well uh, you can't you can't 
You can't. You can't because you got that thing. <laughs> I just felt my heart out. Oh, you just <laughs> just laid it on the table. <laughs> oh, this has been a great interview, though. I feel like it's that's what I love about this because I feel like we're really just talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I kind of forget that this is like what it is. I I just honestly felt like this was a video chat the whole time. Yeah, that's what is it? That's what it is. This isn't going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. This, this is wonderful, though. I love no. your whole setup. It's like. Way nicer than when you. Uh, I'm not saying it was ever bad because it wasn't. You're always the, you know, the shizzle, my nizzle. But uh-huh. this looks really good now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I was mean, terrible. sorry. No, but I mean, at at a, at a certain point, like I, I, I think I told you about this. Um, when I first started doing, when I first started doing the podcast, I was doing it in a, in like a professional radio studio, right? Uh, but the thing is, I only got studio time on like Mondays and Saturdays. And it's like, oh, I had to line all my guests up to wind up having them come into the studio on Mondays or Friday, Mondays or Saturdays. And like people didn't want to come into the studio. Like I have to drive all the way to Fairless yeah. Hill. And, uh, and it was like, all right. So and then I started doing them where I'd go meet them somewhere and I'd bring my iPad with me and I was just recording them on my iPad. So like a, a good chunk through the middle of what is evolving with Corey Castle was just iPad recorded podcasts, but they sounded great. I mean, they sounded better than the studio mics in the, in the studio that I was in. They sounded better than the studio. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. <laughs> So I'm I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful that I've evolved to this point, but I'm still calling it an evolving process because it can always get better. And uh, I can always... get better than this. This is great. Well, this is mean, good. well you know, I'm, I'm on the floor in my living room. You can't tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll sit on the floor with you. Do you want me to sit on the floor with you? Would it make you feel better? <laughs> 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 but um my okay. can move up I'm, I'm I'm actually in my studio too. It's uh, a mess. Uh, Maybe cool. we shouldn't go on the floor. I don't want to give myself away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you just keep yourself to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't want to give it away. This, this is where I hide from my children and you know get my work done and make the sounds of creaking doors and the sounds oh. of people stabbing. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy that you get to do that. That's how awesome. I was in here stabbing a watermelon the other day. It was really <laughs> weird. Like, yeah, it's gonna sound really realistic. It's uh it's been um it's been a fun ride. I have some pretty interesting footage that I plan to like piece together so people can see what I really do. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> for like a real kind of thing. Yeah, I I guess um I keep hearing like this TikTok thing, so I'm gonna get it. Oh, it. okay. Oh, well, Rosie O'Donnell's doing it. I'll do it. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> what, what's doing it? Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. This, yeah, like apparently she took it over and she does like this TikTok, you don't stop thing. So I'm uh, like, uh, if she can do it, I I'm love Rosie. I love yeah, Rosie. 
And I, I, I enjoy the Flintstones, like morning coffee creamer, you know, that's trending. So it's just like, it's all a sign. I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> well, you know, I, I give Rosie O'Donnell credit for like me discovering what stand up comedy was. Like she used to host a show on like VH1 that was like a stand up comedy show. Oh, I didn't know that. It was like a late night stand up comedy show. And I think Rosie hosted it. And I was like, what is this job? That's what I want to do with my life. And that's how I got into stand-up comedy was through then those old VH1. But special now you feel like a champion wrestler. Well, I'm 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 doing stand-up comedy <laughs> as often as possible too. Like I I just I just uh, did a showcase on Wednesday, and I just booked another showcase right now. Like Good while I, while I was sitting here before we got on the phone or before we got on the air or whatever. I guess we're not on the phone. You're on the phone, but. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but I just have a few more things, and then I'll send you off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake right off into the sunset like chance. Sweet. All right. So I have a, I have a segment that I call Audio Time Travel, where in which I ask you to – Speak directly to the uh, 2041 version of your loved ones who are here. Who knows where, where we'll be in 20 years from now? Uh, who knows where you'll be? But you're, you're speaking to your son who discovered this audio, discovered this video, discovered that his mom was on a podcast called Evolving with Corey Castle. What are the things that you're saying to him that are messages directly from 2021 and the best ways to uh, to be inspired, to be a better version of himself? Your sons. You could say sons. <laughs> so like this would be me speaking to my sons right now? Mm -hmm. yep. Well, first and foremost... Thank you so much for giving me the honor of being your mother. It's the realest love I ever felt. This is going to make me cry. Um, I would just like hope that they would know the life changes that I uh, made for them. And that I would go through anything, even sacrifice my own satisfaction so that you would never have to feel an ounce of what I felt as a child. And you guys are the joy of my life and my purpose, the most important role that was ever given to me, the greatest gift. And I just hope that I teach you to never look through the eyes of the majority. That's it. Just thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like when it comes to my kids, like that's the, the realest thing ever. <laughs> that's, uh, so if you stumble across this, I love you guys so much. <laughs> that's my, some, my real MVPs. <laughs> those are some lucky boys. Yeah. Those are some lucky boys. Um, so. The way we wrap up every episode. I'm Maverick, you're grounded. 
<laughs> How old is he now? <laughs> for the rest of your life, he's four. So for context, what are their ages so that they can hear that when they're adults? Kai's Mavericks. two and Maverick's four. You say Kai? Kai. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. That's so you're, like my, you're, my little uh, serenity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so cool. okay. So the way we wrap up every time is, uh, I will give you, I will say hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. So from now on, it's evolving with Bethany. This has <laughs> been this has been your first episode, the pilot episode to your new podcast, Evolving with Bethany, and <laughs> in a very Jerry Springer's final thought type of way, you. The takeaways, the 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 lessons that we that we can gather to to help us grow and and uh, guide us in our growth. And then and then after you do that, however long it takes you to do that, say whatever you need to say. Say whatever you want to say. Anything that you've got in your heart and your feelings, and you want to get your shout out shout outs in, go right for it. Do whatever you got to do. And then at the end of that, in your best impression of Alf, Alf from the 80s, say, hey, Willie, just to keep it silly. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> then do your best impression of anything. What's, what's your best impression? Uh... If I told you that, I'd have to kill you. I'm a method okay. actress, coach. Okay. I can't okay. tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, then, then just do it. And don't tell me what it is, and say whatever you want to say. <laughs> That's all right. I'll just say what I got to say. But hair flip. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I I just um. Wait, what was the what 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 a so do a Jerry Sp- a lot of good things at me right there. Okay, okay. Oh. so in, in a Jerry Springer's final thought type of way, how would you wrap up the first episode of your podcast and and give the life lessons and the takeaways that people listening can be inspired by? In a Jerry Springer type of way, like I need to. Where's my ex boyfriend? Like you know, we'll be like fist fighting and stuff. That's how you got to end that show. You can't end Jerry Springer without fist pumps and do, blood. Do you, and- do you remember that Jerry Springer at the end of every show had Robin like a Steve's final head? Like I need C. <laughs> You're such a goofball. I dig it though. <laughs> This is not the Jerry Springer setting. Right. Yes. You need you need some some. No, some but med- my, my life lessons are look, I just want to leave my audience with like, you know. Like and follow, subscribe, everything, especially with Corey Castle here because he's the man and the best. And then also me because I have really great music. And you know, if you're ever like going through something and, you know, going through a dark time and need to get to the light, I'm your girl. I'm the vessel. <laughs> so, 
I always like, you know, try to leave that on anything that I'm talking about. But in all seriousness, it does get better. Anything that you're going through, uh, just remember that problems are temporary. So let's not make permanent solutions to temporary problems. And that's really my purpose on this earth is to just remind people that we don't have to make permanent solutions to temporary problems that you can see through anything. And for my platform, you know, I just want to let people know it's an anti-bully area. It's an acceptance area. It's, you know, a place where it's a no judgment zone. Um, you know, that's even if I sound judgmental, just know like I've been through stuff. It's just like, you know, I'm a slave to the music. It's not me. <laughs> so I, that's all I really had to say. So if that's like Jerry Springer ish. <laughs> that's cool. I put slave in there. Whips and chains. <laughs> Is that Jerry Springer for you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good job. I just want to make sure. I, I don't know if I have any. If too. I can, if I can just, if I can just piggyback off of that real quick. I want to. I want to kind of remind everybody to be kinder to who you are. I mean, you spend the most time with you than anybody else. Why not love it? Why not love who you absolutely like you, you have ways to bend over backwards to justify why you're not good enough or why this is bad or that's bad. Stop with the excuses. Just understand that like, yeah, we're, we're all going like going through stuff. Everybody's got, everybody's got weights to carry and, you know, maybe, maybe put some of it down, maybe put some of that down and, and, uh, you know, reach out to your friends and ask them, ask them if they're doing okay. Check in, check in with people and yeah. tell Definitely people. Definitely a better, a better thing when you're like asking about other people sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, doing for other people and not, not expecting anything in return. That's always a wonderful thing because I think we sometimes take for granted how, how rich we actually are mm -hmm. just being healthy. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of people don't wake up with that, right. you know, and uh, right. just uh, gratitude. I, I think it, it, yeah, just having a little bit more gratitude in life is a wonderful thing, but just also, being aware that it's not all bad, you know, I, I don't ever want to be like, Oh, well, people are worse off, but that is the truth. You know, there's some people that wake up that wish that they weren't even, you know, with a mind that's made to shut down. And, you know, um, a lot of us are surviving that too. So like, if you are somebody that survived that, I think that's also beautiful. You know, I, I, I just want, Anybody that would ever stumble across this to just know that I am able to identify with anybody who's been through something. And um, I can show you how to just become a completely different person and find joy again. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 
that's your that's your whole character. You are you are yeah. the inspiration of uh, finding you, you again, finding you, your why, and even you, if even if that means you have to cut people out of your life because, like you said, maybe you don't want to water down your own flavor. So not maybe your flavor's not right for certain people. You know, that's a, that's a definite thing too. Not everybody's going to like your flavor, but don't water yourself down. Just like, you know, go where people are thirsty for some lemonade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're a little tangy for this group, that's mm -hmm. fine. I, I always say like, you don't need other people's approval to, have any merit to your voice or any validation in life you know just as long as you're doing what's right for you and the next right thing the best choice for you and your family i i don't see how anybody could hate on that other than it being hate on great so you know you have to do you know make choices uh you know not trying to please everybody else You'll to be a quote, much happier person. That's to, where I found a lot of my joy. To quote Rocky Four, if I can change, mm -hmm. if I can change and you can change, we all can change. Um, yes. 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 If this I'm is, sorry, it's actually starting to break up now. Is this nah. a good time? <laughs> so, uh, I just want to say to anybody listening, if this is your first time checking out Evolving with Corey Castle, if you if you tuned in just to check out Bethany, I mean, if you watched the video just to check out how pretty Bethany is and you, and you stuck around the whole time, cool. Go ahead and leave a comment below in the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Corey Castle. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure also, you know, if you're, if you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, new episodes come out every Monday at noon Eastern time. Also, you know, let me know you exist. I like the feedback. I really do. I dig it. I mean, I, I, I like, I like feeling like it's not a tree falling in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And I like making friends, everybody. So yeah. you follow yeah. me, let me know, like you're here. I will get right back to you, you know, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, this time. And, uh, using your platform to just you know yeah. get yeah, to know me a little bit better. Let's do this more. Up. Let's do this again. I want to meet your all boys. Right. I want to meet your boys. I want to meet your husband. Let's make it all happen. Let's be fun and have safe. We're waiting for you to get on TV. TV. They watch you on YouTube. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Maverick's a fan of you already. The little one doesn't know what's going on yet. Uh, but. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to meet them. I, I'm happy that I know right. you. I'm happy that we know each other. I'm glad to see that you're thriving. I hope everybody will check out old yes, episodes of the podcast and like all this stuff and be fun, have safe, keep evolving. Bye. Bye.